It is our pleasure to welcome today Rhonda Barasami LeBlanc, the co-founder and president of Rhonda Eyes Alliance Inc., a 501c3 nonprofit organization. A few years after receiving her degree in opticianry, Rhonda started her own eye care business, which she later sold. And in 2007, she and her husband founded the Rhonda Eyes Alliance Inc., an organization dedicated to providing comprehensive eye care services for the less fortunate in several islands of the Caribbean. Rhonda, thank you for being here. It's great having you. Thank you for having me. It's nice meeting you. Okay, same here. All right, so our first question is, can you tell us how your background in opticianry inspired you to start your nonprofit organization with the aim of providing eye care services to the underprivileged here in Miami and also in, to impoverished people in Haiti and other islands in the Caribbean? My, I came, I'm from Guyana, South America, and I came to Florida to study opticianry, as you know. Okay. And during my 23 year span of having my own practice, in 2007, I went to do a mission in Haiti related to act of reforestation. Right. So coming from Guyana, reforestation is a big thing. And during that time, I did an eye care mission at the invitation of a, of a priest, a Catholic priest. And that's when I realized that eye care was such a great need. Mm -hmm. I was able to take my experience of 23 years having my own practice. I was able to take that skill and put it towards the organization. So it raised an awareness in knowing about the need and being able to take that and use it. Because I went to do reforestation because of too many trees in Guyana and not enough in Haiti, but God had a different direction. So my eyes were open that what I had in my hand, I can use to help people. And that's how the organization became. Yes, it's so wonderful. Such a charitable, you know, organization. Okay, throughout your 15 years of service in this mission, what were some of the challenges you faced though while launching this endeavor? Oh, Can you also tell us about your triumphs as well? <laughs> um, one of the biggest triumphs to start off is that we're still here 15 years later. Okay. The challenges have brought us here and there are many. Starting with first learning how to put an organization together. And it's a volunteer organization, which means you had to convince people what vision you had to get them on board with you. Oh. So in the beginning, we would have a lot of people volunteer because it was exciting. And they wanted to go after the earthquake in Haiti, more people wanted to be part of it. One of the challenges is, is that you think you need a lot of people, but you come to find out that you have tourist missionaries, you have people just going for, to take pictures and, and put on their, their social media. So over the time with the challenge of having a lot of people traveling with a lot of equipment, 
traveling with a lot of supplies was very, very hard because we're flying. Yeah. And um, we overcame them by learning to how to pack, what suitcases to use. And in addition, we now have a qualified team of, of, of volunteers, eye care professionals and support staff that wherever we travel to, those are the ones that we use as a team. So yeah. we basically were able to identify people that were committed, that wanted to do the same thing so we could stay focused. So a lot doesn't have to mean that it works. A smaller amount of expertise can make a big difference. Get the job done, yes. So that's from our U.S. team. Mm -hmm. With working in the Caribbean, especially in Haiti, where we've been for the longest, is that you have to always work with the locals on the ground. Anywhere you go in, in following the guidelines of the country, you have to work with the locals. You have to, to leave the records with them. Mm -hmm. And the challenge was finding doctors that would want to travel with you into the rural areas. Yeah. In Haiti, there's a small amount of eye care professional ophthalmologists and they're all in the capital. So when you want to go into the rural and take them with you, you have to do transportation, you have to do lodging, you have to do food. So that now brings us to raising enough money. Right. There's a lot that go into all of this. And also, oh my gosh, yeah. anybody that's on the ground in any country that you go to, they have to get a stipend. Yeah. You may have volunteers from up here, <laughs> but you have to make sure because it's a little job for those people, for the yes. translators, exactly. for the people. The, it's it's a big thing. So that's some of the challenges. Um, but every challenge taught yeah. us the lesson to where we're at now. That okay. We, we have the organized, the, the clinic ongoing. It, it so, works ongoing. Okay. So where do you get your funding? Where, where is your main source of funding? Our main source of funding has always been, and um, we're not big on, on knowing how to do funding. We'll take any volunteers. <laughs> but um, we used to have, up until 2019, we had an annual gala. Mm. And the annual gala would help us to bring in the cash funds. Yeah. And then we have smaller organizations, like I belong to a group of independent opticians. Yeah. As you know, I have a very small practice now since I mm -hmm. sold my practice and my passion is, is the organization. So I belong to a group of independent opticians throughout the United States. Mm. There are 23 of us. And we're led by a professor that taught me. So they helped me with gathering equipment and supplies. Okay. So they're throughout the United States, some of them with practices of 10 offices. So that's how we get the supplies. Okay, Rhonda, um, can you tell us about those vision clinics that you started in Haiti and you're planning to create on the other islands? <laughs> Such so as the, the Bahamas the clinic, and Jamaica. The clinic in, in Haiti started out as a first mission in 2007. And that's when it was like, whoa, we saw 180 people. Only one person had ever had an eye exam. And okay. 180 people had a problem. 
cataracts, oh. infections, need glasses, you name it, they had it. That led us to do a pilot program in a rural town called St. Mark. And that I went every month for a year. Oh, I would fly in on, on, on a Friday. I was still working because I'd already sold my practice. So I was yeah. working in corporate and okay. the owner would give me the weekend off a month mm-hmm. and I would go in and I did a test program to see, can it be ongoing instead of short term? So okay. we went from mm-hmm. annual missions to, to, to a monthly pilot program. And that Please. led us to where the clinic is now in RKA. We moved after a year mm-hmm. the clinic that we went to biannual missions. Then we started cataract surgeries, mm-hmm. all the time traveling with all of the, the equipment. Equipment, and oh right. gosh. And um, after, that was in, in 2010, we went to that place. It was a Christian hospital and they let us use the space for two, okay. twice, a, twice a year, oh, but we really? would have to travel in and we would have to take our stuff out. Mm-hmm. In 2013, a German organization visited the same mission and mm-hmm. heard about the work we did and they built a permanent vision clinic for us so that we oh. would stop having to move and we could put everything permanent. It, it, yes, stationary. Oh my goodness, right. that's great. So, so you're, you're, do you have any set up in other islands right now or is it just a... In right, the- so from 2013 to present, over lots of different situations, the clinic in Haiti is ongoing. Okay. In addition to that one big clinic, we also have four little clinics where we have helped the doctors to have their own private clinics. We've given, mm-hmm. donated the equipment and set them up. So they become little satellite offices. So if somebody goes to the big clinic, and especially now with Haiti not being able to travel, they can Mm -hmm. go to different areas. Having learned that in Haiti, we use that as our model. And we then moved on to the Bahamas, Mm -hmm. where we work in collaboration with the Rotary of Nassau. One of our directors Mm -hmm. on our board lives in the Bahamas, and she belongs to the Rotary. So what we decided to do over the period of time is to go in, help them to set up and let them run it. Okay. Bahamas being more advanced, it was easier to do that. Mm -hmm. To say, okay, we're going to help you with this, with the equipment. This is what you need. And you guys do it. We still support and we help them to make the glasses up here. Oh, you make them up here. You make them up here. In Haiti, they're making the glasses on their own now. They're trained. We have a full laboratory down there. Okay. And okay. We just send supplies in now because we oh, can't. This is a it. very needed cause. It is. Oh, you're it doing is. a great service. I mean, you know, you everywhere. Know, there's, there's a saying that says that if you help one person mm-hmm. to see better, you're not only helping that person, you're helping their family, you're yeah. helping their community and their country because okay. the family doesn't have to provide for them if they see better. Yeah. They can get a job. Yes. They can do something to help in the house. Oh. And they great. improve the community. This is just a great service. I mean, we need to, you know, actually 
support you. Thank you. There, <laughs> there, are, many, there are many big sort. organizations. There are many big organizations throughout the world, throughout the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the retail opticals like Lens Crafters and Vision Works, they do work also. They contribute? They, they, they do their own. Oh, okay. They, they do, do their, their, own. their own. But the, yeah, difference, own. the difference between them and Rhonda Eyes Alliance is that we have learned to become long-term, to, be go, to become ongoing, to train mm. the people, teach a man how to fish, not give him a fish for a day. Oh, that's some great so, accomplishments. It, right. So it's it's different. The need takes all of us. Yes. The short term to identify in areas. Okay. But it's a good thing to move on to lift the people up, lift the country yes. up, and let them you know? become independent. And, and that's what we wanted. We didn't want to do the band aid approach. Go yes. in, see five hundred people, give them something for free, and leave them. We learned yeah. that, and we moved yeah. into long term. Okay, Rhonda, I have this question for you. You received a doctorate degree in ministry in 2021, right? From the Theological Seminary of South Florida for your humanitarian work. Tell us, how does that tie in with your eye care you know, service, your eye, your eye care work? <laughs> well, actually, it was a big surprise. I would not have thought about it in, in my realm, but... Ministry is not only about preaching. Yeah. Ministry is about serving, serving. and caring for your brother and sister. Yes. And that's what we do. And it yeah. was recognized by this organization. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it gives you encouragement. It's a lot of hard work. Um a lot of learning how to interact with people and, and logistics and everything, but taking the degree puts you at a level where people believe that your work is there mm-hmm. and it gives you a feeling that hard work brings reward. It so does. It encourages <laughs> you. It yeah. encourages you. It gives you that boost to continue and people recognize the work with more credibility. Yes, yes, I agree. Well, Rhonda, can you list your websites, right? Where we can learn more about you, where you know you can get some support and um, tell us in which way you know we, the public can help. And um, you're doing a great service, God bless you. <laughs> Thank you. It's all you know, his work. I'm just yes. all it's, his work. Absolutely. Guys. Yes. Oh my God. It's a great. We service. can. Our website is a little bit dormant. We are certainly working on getting it up and running okay. up to date. It is mm-hmm. still safe and secure that you can enter, even though that popped up. My yeah. husband did check it out. And the reason that it's dormant is because with technology, Apple changed the program that it was in. Okay, okay. However, you can still go there to see the initial work. It's www.rondaeyesalliance.org. Yes. And that's and Rhonda E-Y-E-S. Correct. Eyes that you see Alliance. with. Yes. Alliance. Alliance. So that is the org. website. Yeah. And we are on Facebook mm-hmm. with, at the name of the organization, Rhonda Eyes Alliance. 
And we do have some work on YouTube also as Rhonda Eyes Alliance. Okay. And then most important is that mm -hmm. anyone can call me, Rhonda, at 786-344-2157. Okay. What do I need? Can I, what we really need is we need volunteers. Volunteers. We need volunteers right now, someone who- Here may, or here or abroad? Here, here. Okay, yes. Here okay. meaning, mm -hmm. you know, over a 15 year period, people grow up, things yeah. change in their life. Basically the simplest way to say is season is over. They serve <laughs> this season. So yeah. we need some new young people in there with a drive wanting to do oh, right here. Yes, how can we get that? Right. Yeah. So we need to get the awareness to the younger people. A lot yeah. of them can get community hours from us. Mm -hmm. And what we didn't mention before is that because we cannot travel as much due to the pandemic, Haiti, the insecurity, we mm -hmm. were able to open a vision clinic in Miami in 2020. Oh, yes. So at that clinic, we're looking for doctors to volunteer their time. We're looking for technicians. We're looking mm -hmm. for young people that want to get their community hours because okay. if we duplicate, we can we can take Haiti and we can still help people over here. Some of the young yeah. people, they can be trained. I can train them. The doctor can train them. Yeah. They can become an optician. They can become a technician. You, how do you advertise for um, the volunteers? On the you website and by word okay. of mouth. We can do more, but we are a Christian faith-based organization. And throughout the 15 years, we've been successful in reaching who should be reached. Yeah. You know, who's in control. Right. The, yeah, the one. We can, we can go further. And I thank you, Janet, for this opportunity. Um, mm. In addition to volunteers, we always need funding. We always yeah. need donations. We I right know. now, we have... Must. <laughs> we have a storage space for equipment that we have to pay every month. Okay. So we're looking for donors that may want to spend, pay a couple months for us. So we always need funding. And most Rhonda, I'm telling you, they're doing so much. I know. <laughs> and you deserve all the help you can get. <laughs> Thank you. Most and last but not least is if you can please help me to put out there that since 2019, we have not had a gala because of oh, the pandemic. Yeah. September, Saturday, September 16, 2023, we will be <laughs> celebrated 15 years in the mission field. 15 years, okay. <laughs> that's so wonderful, that's, wonderful. That I'm going to be promoting in every, every avenue possible. Yes, yes. Well, uh, let me know. <laughs> I will, of course, absolutely. Okay. Well, my thank you. My MC, my MC happens to be your publisher. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you will know about it. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Rhonda. Thank it you. Was great having you.